Welcome to another surprise episode of Off the Top Row Podcast. So, this is just a continuation of the previous lasting segment that we were trying to end the last show with. Um, with breaking news that Undertaker has signed a 15 year deal from last year, leading up to 2034, when he will be 70 years old. So, we have a little mix. It's opinions about it, and um, we're to get to the bottom of it before we walk out the door officially. So, as we're going to do this properly, who wants to go first? Okay, can I go first, yeah, gentlemen? Or does yeah. anybody else want to go first? There you go. Uh, I, already, yeah. I already said my piece. I mean, the only thing I said before we cut off was that I do agree that Taker, I mean, Taker's last match. Should have just been the barnyard match, and he should have just rode off. And I, like I said, I heard about the rematch that supposedly happened, but I don't know. And it's supposed to be his last match, and I don't know how many times and how many years I'm going to keep hearing that. I mean, him riding off, that's like his way of saying bye. It's like, okay, I'm going to beat his ass. I'm going to ride off. Fuck my wife, eat some chicken. What a way to end a career. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I got nothing. I got it. And I'll put it like this. That's what I said on the last on the last one. Like that should have been his last I said that that Bonga match should have been Undertaker's last match. Like, what are we doing? Why we need to see Undertaker more? Let him be let him be. There should be no reason of bringing back go back wrestling. Me while I say throwback, I was throwback. So I have to try to break your back in with throwback. This is that adults remember from the ages of like 25, 25 plus. Go watch wrestling growing up. That was not how and what we need to see. I think it's all come back for what? What he's going to What type of match you going to try to bring him in? What storyline you had to put him in? And who's worthy enough to actually face the Undertaker? Unless you try to bring more old school wrestlers going at him to get, you already see what happened at, you already see what happened in his crime. You don't need to see that again. Because at the end of the day, for a man to undertake a stature, who really can you see going out? Well, harness the Undertaker's like image. That won't this that won't hurt him. If they, if the only thing I could probably could see is Bray Wyatt, but that's a dead issue. Because this is that they're past that, that torch to them, but that's awesome. Not no one else could actually go at them. 
Okay, you done? Yeah. Okay. All right. So let me just say this shit. Okay. All right. I, I respect that. Okay. My thing is, so fucking what? Who cares if there's no one prestigious enough to face The Undertaker? I'm going to be honest with you. That fucking Barnyard match was a fucking joke. Okay? That cinematic piece of shit. No. Okay? If you're going to give him 15 years, then it's 15 years, like I said, for him to do whatever the fuck he wants to do, which means let him heal the fuck up. And when he's ready to have a match with whoever, let him choose who the fuck he wants to fight. This is someone that has been grandfathered in. And anytime when you hear his music, the crowd goes crazy and it draws up ratings. At the end of the day, let the man choose what the fuck he wants to do. Yes, we don't want to see someone of our childhood that we grew up watching die in the ring. But if it's his choice, let him do that. But knowing him, through all the obstacles he's probably went through and all the injuries he has suffered, I think he's smart with doing this. Fuck the divorce and all that other shit. Let him get the money that he's he's rightfully earned. Because he has been one of the main faces of the WWF, WWE for, what, 30 plus years? You can't say wrestling from the 90s in this era without mentioning The Undertaker. He is at least one of the top three main wrestlers from the 90s to up until now. So without all that, I get it. But you got to let the man do what he feels is best. I would love to see for him to come in and choose matches of his own. No more barnyard matches. No more fucking casket matches. Just straight up wrestling matches. Period. He's owed that. If there's a chair or two and he can muster that, okay, fine. But let him engage that. You don't book him no bullshit match with no young gung that don't fucking know no better. And that would be my only issue with the WWE. If you're going to give him 15 years, let him choose what the fuck he wants to do within his 15 years of his contract. Oh, and shout out to WWE for coming up with the new Battleground game. I've been watching the PVs on that shit. And I love it. I'm a cop it. That shit is official. I'm sorry. Y'all should y'all should do some 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 what go watch some video clips of it. It's got a good it's got a good lengthy list of uh, roster of people on there. And uh the uh the animations, the 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 plots of the matches, motherfuckers getting thrown into alligators and shit like that. Brilliant. I'm a fan of crazy shit. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. I like simulation. I like simulation games, but it gets boring. Mm-hmm. You know, battlegrounds. I've seen the reviews. I know people say, "Wow, I'm your river." At the end of the day, y'all still playing glitchy games and making fun. If you play Fortnite, <laughs> if you play fucking Fortnite faithfully, you can play battlegrounds. I mean, yeah. I don't. You know what? I, I tried Fortnite. Mm, it's just stupid as shit. I, I only said this right, and this is. Strictly only because I'm hot. I said, 
to my wife and my cousin. I said, I will only play Fortnite for the concert. Because I'm not the biggest Fortnite fan. And I've seen, like, the whole Travis Scott concert shit and the effects and the crazy-ass animations. And I was looking at I'm like, man, this was like an acid trip. <laughs> you know? And I was like, shit, I need to get high and just be involved personally. But that'll be the only reason why I play this dumpster fire every day. <laughs> you know? And for those that are Fortnite players that hear me say that, I'll say it again. Dumpster fire. That's just booty. It's worse than fucking yes. Blue Hill Ave ass. I grew up on 007 Goldeneye, all right? My brother, say it again. Say it again. Preach. Preach. Say it one more time. 007. That's right. Goldeneye. That's right. Okay. Uh-huh. I got a fucking 64 right here. Yep. You want to get it in? $20 a game. And I still got to fucking find a good place to get that game. And I still got to get that Mario to jit me with that one. Are you talking about the Mario but, um, part? Yeah. Me and the oh, wife brother, and dog. Oh, you, oh, man. You talking about... Yeah, listen. You're going to have to go throw some money down, brother, because... Goldeneye, bro. I I got all the controllers and the whole nine, bro. I still got the wrestling games, the WWE, WCW. Yep. I got all that yep. shit. No mercy. I got them right now. I those are the first games I went for. I got yep. No Mercy, uh, Revenge, uh, WCW and Revenge, and WrestleMania oh my 2000. God. Yo, who I wants to throw money? In the, yo, y'all want to have a money pot game or what? What's up, fellas? I want to have a money pot game. Twenty dollars a head, bro. Tournament style, bro. I don't gamble. I don't game one no more. That's bullshit. If you sip in Henny, motherfucker, you can throw $20 in, motherfucker. <laughs> that's different. I don't want to hear that bullshit. No, that's, that's not That's different. different. Yes, it is. How, come on, Shizzle. You say it. One's more, one's more of a sin than the other. You, you, okay, you rolled up, right? You rolled up, right? Not right now. <laughs> oh, but you about to, though, right? You about to, no. right? So that's a dub. So that's the dub, but maybe like No, maybe like I was actually thinking about getting something to eat. I'm gonna have a plate of um food in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, bro. See, see what I'm saying, bro. Go, yo, bro. If you don't play Goldeneye and you ain't a fan of Goldeneye, I don't fuck with you in shooting games. Period. This, this, this bullshit of of, of shooters is stupid. It's fucking dumb. But shout out for Battlegrounds because I'm waiting for that shit to drop so I can cop that shit. Cause that shit looks fire. Yeah, that shit. It kind of remind me of the uh, WWE All Stars. Yeah, exactly. And um, I'm not gonna lie, like I've been waiting for a sequel for years. I mean, like I said, look, this is this game. This type of game is not everybody's cup of tea. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I don't give yeah, a fuck, y'all. But it's flames. It's yeah. It's a fucking video. Yeah, it's a video <laughs> game. game. <laughs> for, for the animation and for what the shit is, I give it a fucking ten. I give that bitch a ten. Now, the only thing that I'm hoping for, and that I'm also waiting for, okay, I've seen the trailer. That's like what twenty six seconds of a tease. That's not enough. I'm waiting for some gameplay videos, probably during the summer, maybe, hopefully earlier, and I hope to God. That if you're going to show me, see, WWE, you're also part of this because you're part of the reason why I'm having trouble trying to enjoy 2K20 because you're so strict with your fucking deadlines to not give people a chance to finish the game. Don't fuck this up for me. Seriously. <laughs> Jay, talk about it. Talk about it. Talk That's about it. Like, like, seriously. Like, okay, me and my bro. 
We talk about this every year when we play the game. Where we played it, we play every year. I broadcast these wrestling matches all the time, and we always say we miss the, you know, we miss the crazy shit from back in the day growing up. I remember fucking going on top of buildings and throwing some bitch off, or fucking going on a helicopter and falling off or whatever, doing some goddamn swan tom. If you was Jeff Hardy, I'm talking about here comes the pain. You know what I'm saying? So it's like all that crazy shit. And now people getting mad because you see John C. get thrown in a damn alligator, but y'all love fucking jumping off buildings? What the fuck What a tea, what a tie. What a tea, what a tie. You know, but I'm for it. Not a lot is for it. You know, fuck it. Don't care. You know, it is what it is. 2020 is a year full of we get a lot of shit we don't want anyway. Facts. <laughs> Say it again, brother. Facts. <laughs> so we might as well just speak on it and be like, fuck this shit or right, I'll deal with it. Like, force like bullshit. how the fuck we walk in into this year, then all of a sudden in mid damn, it feels like, it feels like a while now, but someone's fucked up on Jumanji. Because, <laughs> because what the fuck, man? But, yeah. Mm. Can't wait for battlegrounds though. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. flames, bro. A dog. Y'all should cop it, and if y'all don't cop it, I'm gonna fuck y'all up. That's all I'm saying. Okay? Play the game, and then give you reviews, and then you know what I'm saying. We need to have a video game tournament, okay? That's all I'm saying. Golden Eye, WCW Vince, No Mercy. You know what I'm saying? Some classic shit. You know what I'm saying? We need to stop acting like some some bumps and just actually get it in. So I can take y'all fools money. This is actually at us some bums. <laughs> well, if y'all want to set this shit up, then be my fucking guest. Yeah, because then we can do this on the podcast level and then get that ass whipped. Oh, God. <sighs> I'm going to act like our oldest for the rest of the podcast. So um, back to this Undertaker 15-year deal. I have no words to say about this. <laughs> I just want to cold blood. I'm just going to say only a few words. Let the man make his choice. Word. That's it. That's all I really had to say about it. As much as Young Blood's an Undertaker fan, I'm a diehard Undertaker fan. Like he's the main reason why I started watching wrestling in the fucking first place. So when he dies, a part of my childhood, a part of my wrestling spirit dies with him. Oh, like Paul Bearer? Like Paul Bearer, R.I.P.? Mm-hmm. I'll be real with you, dog. That happens. I don't think I can watch wrestling for at least a week or two. I mean, I know there's been a lot of wrestling, you know, wrestler deaths, you know, in Lifetime. But, okay, no offense. I know I didn't sound like that. Where you know when Eddie Guerrero died and stuff like that, I like yeah, I love Eddie Guerrero, but he's not Undertaker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just you know, no offense to him and the Guerrero family, but it's like he got snubbed though. But go ahead. You know, not Taker. Facts. Um, well, I guess that's it. Uh, but. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. 
Yeah, take it. We're all we're all take offense, man. I just I just want him to me. Him going out in that barnyard match was just stupid. For me, that was just the ending of the American Badass. Okay, that's all. That's how I see it. Yeah. To end to end my portion of how I feel about it, I just thought about this verse from Drake. Out of all people, and out of all people, um, he said in one song. You know, don't take it wrong. He didn't cry when Pac died, but he probably will when Hove does. Well, that's kind of that's kind of how I look at it. You know, when it comes to how I react to when Eddie Guerrero dies compared to when Undertaker dies. You know, when under you know, that's kind of how I feel. Get it? You know, there's two different people in life that impact you, mm-hmm. and I watched Taker before I did Guerrero. He made an impact on me through fear and then fear becoming a fan. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he became like my Mount Rushmore as a kid. He was on my school lunch boxes in elementary school. You know, and he is just and was and always will be my guy. So it's like I can't say that to anybody else in the business. I may have my favorite wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? But if you ever heard me, or if anybody was to hear me, I never had anybody else up there number one. Number two, yeah. But number one taker in my list was irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. You can be one and a half, but taker will still be that number one. <laughs> you can be that one point one. You know what I'm saying? That's about it. Uh, and honestly, I don't know if I have anybody else that come close to that. You know. See, I have taken but... my top three. For me, I have my top three. I'm a Bret Hart Stone Cold person. Those are my two favorite. Yeah. That's that's what I grew up watching. Like my my the first player that I fell in first wrestler I fell in love with was the Great Muda. That's what drew me to wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw oh, you could spit green shit in the motherfucker's face and then drop him on his head, I was sold. Like what? This is what you do off the top rope of a soul. And then when you got it, when you brought in the whole Legion of Doom and Demolition, then you had the excellence of execution and just doing all this technical shit and making motherfuckers tap by putting them in leg moves and jumping off the top, uh, the, the, the second rope with the elbow and just being so technically sound. That shit was beautiful. It was like poetry and motion in my eyes. I was a huge Bret Hart fan. The Hart Foundation, all that shit. I was hurt when, when Owen Hart died. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because oh. it was like part of that was that that lovely rivalry that made Bret Hart part of who he was. And once that that piece was gone, he you could see, you knew he wasn't gonna last. And then here comes Stone Cold, who just revolutionizes the whole thing, and just that whole attitude, not giving a fuck. And I've been a fan of his since what the the AWA days or the Japan days, like. When he started flowing through WCW as the Hollywood blonde and he was stunning Steve Austin, that's when I had my eye on him because I like Brian Pillman. Mm. Yeah. So it's like I had my eye set on two guys who just – and before he became Austin, he was a real technical wrestler himself. He had moves, drop oh, yeah. kicks and some more shit. Like, he, he, he was legit. So I seen the heel turn and what he brought to the table. And, it, and I agree with you as far as Undertaker. Like, it would hurt me to see, like, Red Hart go or Austin go or Undertaker go because these are the guys that I emulated, that I, I would talk about 
and get into argument with and make bets on and and, and be in and have OMG moments and be like, oh shit. You know, there were times where we would watch pay-per-views and every fucking match was flames, bro. Every match was flames. From beginning to end. Every match was flames. Now we're trying to decide on what we can we can tolerate before we throw up and give it two seats of the toilet seat and the toilet seat plus. It's just sad. Like, it's sad, but, you know, this is the hardship that we go through with being a fan. It's called the transitional phase. And that's all we're going through right now is the serious transitional phase. Undertaker will be back, but it'll be on his own terms. And I, I'm praying and hoping that he comes back healthy and in his right mind and that he can still wrestle as the Undertaker. Not the American badass, but as the Undertaker. And that's what I would like for him to fade out as, as the Undertaker. Pay homage to Paul Bearer as you retire with your 15-year contract and you call it a day. And I'll be smooth and I'll be happy. Because they're going to do the same thing to Triple H. What do he do, 25 years? Mm-hmm. He just celebrated mm-hmm. 25 years, right? Okay. So what do you think? What do you think? He don't have a he don't have no contract because he's he's running this shit. So he could do the same thing as Undertaker, but he's still getting paid. But right now they're trying to figure out, as we know, they're trying to figure out what the fuck they're gonna do from here on out. And once they can figure that out and get the crowd back involved, then that's where we're gonna see a lot of this shit change for the better, I hope. And not for the worst. Right now, we're at the worst. At the fan, as fans, we're watching the worst that the WWE can offer, and it's probably going to get a little bit more or worse unless they unless they do some dramatic changes. So you know I want to see right. What? I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. I'm done. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm done. Uh, uh this is the storyline I would want to see for a long period of time. Do you remember what that Triple H did at 25 the 25-year anniversary on SmackDown? Mm. Mm-hmm. You remember how this man turned off the lights on him? Mm-hmm. Yo, what if that storyline comes full circle? Triple H challenges this McMahon for the right to run WWE. Like Triple H have full, the full entirety of control of WWE, and next year we see a better product. You think Vince McMahon can take that punishment? He's in good shape. <laughs> Maybe so. You feel me? If you really take a look at it. So wait a minute. Triple so H wait, is wait, up there in eight. So by the year two thousand thirty-four. That's another what, 14 years. So Undertaker will be 70. Vince would be what? 80. 95. And, and, and 95 in a wheelchair being carted around backstage. Still calling the fucking stars, and he still won't give up that fucking seat. What the fuck does that tell you? He's going to be calling shots in his grave, so we might as well just call it a day, bro. Like I said, 
Let Triple H run it, dog. Well, bow down to the king. That's the only way it's going to happen until Vince McMahon dies. Ain't nothing going to change, bro. So I don't wish death on nobody, but I just hope and pray that Vince McMahon allows for for uh, Triple H to do what he needs to do along with Stephanie and Shane to turn this shit around. So he can leave. You know, if he... This is this is straight up hopeful thinking. But... Well, hopeful wishing, I should say. But what Paul just said, if that happened while Vince is alive, it will give Vince an opportunity to see where he fucked up. I mean, that happened when he dies. Vince ain't never going to see what the fuck he did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, take a sip of the coffee now before if somebody come knocking on your door for another cup, there's no answer. Because it's too late. You should have listened. You should have watched. You should have paid attention. You should have just kept your grapefruits in check. Word. You know what I'm saying? And we all live this life. We all know people learn shit when things are too late. You know, Vince has this ego because you, 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 you fucking one out of court, you know, Hulk Hogan was talking for your ass, or whatever the case, fucking, everything that's going on right now, long story short, every time he was back up into a corner, there's so much to say, so it was kind of hard for me to really jug my friggin' memory of exactly what, but nine times out of ten, every situation has this man back up against the corner, and he overcame, and then he hasn't overcame. But the way how some people mention it, and it's probably because the crowd that I be in, but they made it seem like he overcame a lot more than he didn't. And if that's the case, that's what build the ego, and that's the reason why things is fucked up the way it is today. Because it's like, if you keep making him here and bask in that glory, that ego, he's going to constantly think up until he's dead that his way will always work. It's 2020 and his head is still in like 98, 99, 2000. And I question the chair shots in the head on the head over the years that he's took in, and some of them didn't look protected. I'm pretty sure that think that y'all remember that chair shot Taker gave him in that pilot episode of SmackDown 21 years ago. Oh, hell yeah. He rocked the fuck out of that motherfucker. He knocked his block off. He had a concussion. And Vince had many of those. He had yeah. a concussion. Vince had many of those. Yeah. I believe it. I strongly believe it. Yeah, you can see when he I, got hit. Yeah. He wasn't putting up his hands. And there was a lot of times, I swear to God, I've seen him do that. And you know what? If that's not old age catching up and all them chair shots and shots to the head not catching up, catching up, and that's probably why he's so senile today, then he shouldn't be running this goddamn. He shouldn't be running this company. He shouldn't be running this company. He should be running a bedroom because he can't run on his <coughs> wife anymore. So he should just run on the bedroom on a tube. <laughs> you know? He should, he should, he should, you know? he should call up Robert Kraft and get some ideas or some. Well, right? now we have we have yeah. Carew back yeah. in the house. Yo, yo, yo. Okay, what's up, Carew? What's up, French <laughs> Toast? So we're still here talking about the 
Undertaker's 15-year deal, as we kind of make the comparison, that he's going to be 70, and this man's going to be, what, 95? And probably still going to be in the wheelchair, or probably yeah. dead in this grave, still calling the shots. <laughs> <laughs> he don't have a he, he don't have a uh, son or some, something like that? He only have girls, right? He, had, he No, he has yeah. Shane. No, he's talking about Undertaker. Oh no, no Undertaker. Yeah, Undertaker only has girls. No, I think, I think he got a boy. Yeah, he has a son. Oh yeah, named Gunner. Name who? Looks just like. Yeah, him. he looks just like him. Yeah, his old son named just Gunner. like him. Yeah, but you know, just but you like know, Undertaker him. had a history before he fucking became a wrestler. Like he's a real Hell's Angel type of motherfucker. Like he's got a he had a rep before he became a wrestler. Like Undertaker is one of the motherfuckers. Like where he's for it, he was for it. Like he was one of those motherfuckers that they would pick out of a bar and be like, "Hey, you got the you got the the skills of a wrestler." Like this motherfucker was known for knocking out people left and right. So them right them right them right hooks. He used to connect on fucking Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, Triple H, Austin. Them shits were fucking legit. He might have took a little sauce off of it. But when he wanted to hit you with that motherfucker, he walked your face with that shit, and you saw it. Oh, yeah. So, so them little claps that motherfuckers do, nah, that that was real fist to cuff the jaw, brother. That was like, let me reintroduce yourself to my fist. My fucking name is Undertaker. Take it. Shit, <laughs> sure, man, you can take them So, I mean, that's why I said is that there was them right hooks was no joke, bro. We all know that shit. Who else had the meanest right hook in the in the game outside of Undertaker? Mm, that's a tough one. That is. And it doesn't Ooh. matter. I mean, you can put the woman's right up there as a, as as part of it because she's got a mean right too. But I'm saying, who who else has the best right hook in the WWE? The Big Show. Well, it's a big slow. <laughs> I'm going to go oh, talk about slow Duke like that. tonight, y'all. He shows on the podcast. <laughs> <yo. laughs> wow. I'm taking a shot for that it's one. Listen, <laughs> listen. Yo, Listen. Big Show, he's talking about your shit. <laughs> you better, you better, wait, you better, wait, you better, my name is King. My name is King, and I am a fruity poo candy ass. Candy ass. <laughs> look, look, I don't care being the Big Show, but look. It's not my fault. WWE gave me that. Um, <laughs> gave no, me the Your body song. gave up on you a long time ago. I to go back to I was when I was WWE. That's an insult, bro. That's an insult, bro. Because that's like that's an insult to the character. You don't peep the song. That's why people like the big song because the song is so shit. Well, big slow. Big slow. <laughs> It's the big slow tonight. Yeah. Well, you see this fire monster. Damn it. Stro- down the fucking street. It's like that dig, 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 dig
So can I ask you a question? Can I ask Could you ask me a question? I asked, I, I'm, no, I'm asking a group of questions. I'm asking my fellas a question, right? Could you see a reform of the nation of domination and the Samoans as a, as a group? Hmm. Meaning, like I was saying to Duke, if you had Apollo Crew, Bobby Lashley, MVP, that dude, uh, Ricochet, Alexander, that would be like the new nation of domination. Then you would have the Samoans with Roman, Roman, Samoa, Samoa Joe. Then you would have Tamina, Nia Naomi, Jax, and Naomi. I would say like Jeff Boy and the Black Peace on Rangers. Boom. It'd be like an off-bridge kind of like if you look back at the history of um Jeff Ford and the Black Peace Zones and you and they're trying to be connected to the Black Panther Party, but the but but the COINTEL pro guy involved and gave out you know is that type of fraudulent letters to try to create conflict with the two groups so it never was solidified. That's type of shit right there. I can see, but would it be executed the right way? No. This ain't 1997 all over again, goddammit. <laughs> I mean, as much as we will... No, it's not, but that's how but that's how they're making it with the shit that they're doing to these African-American wrestlers. You're giving them no choice but to revolt and revolt in a way to where they're going to do it publicly. And you don't want that shit to be shown publicly during this whole COVID. Shit, man. You, you want it you to be a show. You don't want it to be a racial... Shit, man, this is about to be that I robot scene where Will Smith is on the uh was on the mountain top with the whole hologram and shit, and it's about to be a revolution. Whose revolution? That is the question. <laughs> but on top of that, now I said think about it like this. Now it's that group forms that Marla Paul's talking about with with MVP's core. Now can you imagine what happens in New Day? And they do that mm. cross brand, and somehow yep. MVP makes it on the SmackDown. What what would that transformation be of Luda? And and I know is how that gimmick goes. They they first when they go back to how they first originally started. That's how what they're doing now with the unicorns and. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to hate my Wi-Fi service right now. This is pissing me the fuck <laughs> off. This may happen yesterday. This is yo, this Wi-Fi crap has been happening to me since yesterday. I don't know what the hell's been going on with the server here or something like that, or maybe the service area. But nonetheless, Edu's continue on what what you were saying that last segment. Like I said, now can you imagine? Like I said, think about it now. But me and Paul was talking about the whole type course, like forming of stables. I can't imagine that MVP stable of Lashley. You get Lashley, you get it. Oh, 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 it. O
and they try to form that they try to get the mindset of New Day and see what happens. Will they trans? Will they change how they was when they first started, or they still going to keep doing the pancakes and unicorn? Like no fit, but I want that they would do that. Form numb is like a new Harlem Heat. Make them become more dangerous. The Harlem Heat with a third wheel? Nah, I don't see that. But does K imagine this Harlem Heat with a manager? Let's say, no, back in the day it was Harlem Heat and Theater Long. And what's that other chick? Uh Sherry, Queen Sherry, whatever her name is. But no, nah, I'm talking about Harlem Heat. They had Dion Long with them. But they had that lady too. With, 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 yeah. You don't forget when when Booker T had had that little promo and he called Hogan a, a, a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was Sherry. That was Sherry. Um, she, she was the manager Sherry. for Harlem Heat. You know what I'm saying? She she was the manager for Harlem Heat for a few years. Uh, she helped them win the title and some more shit. So I mean, you you I understand where you're going, but you kind of who who could team up with that fraction? There are they are an entity of a working championship with just the three of them, and to add them to another group is kind of taking away what the new day is all about. I would leave them just the way that they are because they work perfectly amongst the three. I wouldn't add them to a group. No, I'm not saying add them to a group, but I say let's. I'm saying have them transform themselves. But they don't need to transform because they've already done it. They've already done it. They've done it so many times. What more do you expect? The eight time, the eight time tag team champions. What, what more do you? What more do you need to kind of change? Because they can go heel or they can go whatever. And still be successful, so it really doesn't kind of matter with them. They're they're solidified. I'm saying my only like, thing is as far as the talent that's kind of been wasted. And all right, so you mean if I talk to Sasha Banks, uh, Sasha Banks, I can see her teaming up with the Apollo crew and them to to be part of that because she's tired. Of the bullshit and being a lackey to a to a to a white wrestler who's getting the shine and she's not. How long has Bailey been champion for over a year, right? No, not yet. Okay, not yet. But how many matches has Sasha Banks interfered when the belt has been on the line? Mostly all. A whole hell hell of a lot. Okay, so if you take that out of the equation, even with this new look on Bailey, what does Bailey have? A fat ass. Exactly. (laughs) That's it. With short hair, that makes her highly fuckable. Okay. Looking like one of those All right. So you take away the little, you, you take oh, away the little yeah. colorful paisley. Oh yeah. <laughs> you take you take away those colorful paisley things that she had when she's throwing up her high fives and shit like that. You give her the dark, sleek, sexy milk look with the fat ass booty and let it, and you make it jiggle. And then you take away her 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 support. What what is she? She's not a fighting champion. She's someone who needs help. And that's why I said earlier for the last podcast about how I'm glad that Charlotte did what she did. Because someone had to reach out to her. And regardless of what Sasha Bank does, I don't care. 
I want to see Sasha Banks fight for the title. I want to see the belt around her race. Her waist. She's a good champion. We don't need to see every show doesn't have to be a white champion. I'm tired of seeing that. I'm a wrestling fan, but let's come on. We got great wrestlers of different cultures and backgrounds, including fucking Jinder Mahal, Maja Deharani. Okay, who, who who can who can actually be champion and bring something to the fucking table? So let's do that. If we're accepting all types of people, then let's let's see what they can literally bring to the table and let them succeed. And if they fail, let them fail on their own. That's what wrestling is about, right? That's what sports is about. You want to be the champion? You got to fight your way to the top. And once you get to the top and you succeed, can you do it again? Can you make it a repeat? Can you defend your title? Man. And that's how wrestling should be. You should be a fighting champion. Not some bullshit, oh, because you're white or you have some shit like that. Boom, 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 boom. And I think it was Youngblood that said the shit about the whole... um player shit with like you know you don't give a fuck if it's the last name the person when you said that the person that I was trying to get to was Randy Orton mm. Randy Orton is a what third generational wrestler fourth generation third 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 okay so when he came in he was the youngest champion ever right oh no. Brock was mm-hmm. I'm saying before Brock yeah it was Randy before. it was Randy oh, yeah true 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 okay Randy Orton was the youngest WWE champion before Brock yeah. came in. Okay? And when he started off, he had to deal with the whole, oh, I'm coming off of my father's name, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Even joining the, the group Evolution, he still had to deal with that bullshit. But And it had to take for him to become the legend killer to go through all that beef and all those rivalries to solidify himself as Randy Orton, the legend killer. All right, but well, I'm sorry to cut you off, but his one was to say on this one. You said Randy Orton, right? Mm-hmm. Come on, Randy Orton versus Charlotte Flair. Let's let's take a look at it. All right, their fathers, for instance, Bob Orton, Bob the Cowboy Orton, going against Ric Flair. Who who is more notable? Who has that fame? Pino's two fathers, Ric Flair. Ric Flair, absolutely. And he, who, but that's who, not what I'm talking about. Bob Flair, who have more connections? They, like they brought, like they brought up, are totally different. True. And on top of that, like yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about, bro. Wait, uh, uh, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is, regardless of that, we're talking about last names. Yeah. Period. I'm talking about last names. We, we, we've heard commentators even in the promos from other wrestlers throw their parents into the mix of, of them being superstars and how they had to overcome that shit to be their own player or, or their own or in, in the industry. That's all I'm saying. Everybody had their own niche as far as being a generational superstar. But overall when it comes to the black side of things that shit is highly overlooked and ignored. And that's what I'm saying. It's not about the accolades. It's the point is, is that if you have your parents to pave the way, just like in basketball, look at, look at Steph Curry. And Steph Curry, 
their father, Del Curry, he was a decent shooter in the NBA for 14 years. His son, Seth, comes in and completely revolutionizes the way you shoot the ball behind the three-point line. Okay? He's won championships, something that his father has never done. And people thought that he could not do it and could not win, win a ring or be up to the hype as his father. And it had to take for him with the hard work and the scale of the organization to build the team around him for him to be a multi-time champion. And that's all I'm saying. Sometimes you got to work a little bit harder just to get surpassed the shit that, that was laid before you. So what? I don't care about the accolades. It's the last name. What separates you from your father? Period. And that's how I look at it. You, you look at your last name. Everybody in here has a last name. What separates you from your leaders? What identifies you separately from your leaders? And that's how I look at it as a fan. That's all I'm saying. Karuma Hall. My dad is a good man. No wonder. It's only yeah. fair. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying for last names, but all right. Shouldn't to me to be up there too? Absolutely, but you know she's getting snubbed because of her skin, bro. We know that shit. How many how many successful titles uh, how many title shots has she had since she's been in the WWE? Legit. None. All right then. Naomi's been titled. She's been she's been women's champ. How many times? Twice, right? Yeah. Despite injury, right? She still been she still got the she still won the championship. So now, what is she doing now? Lose the jobbers. My my bad. Personal lackeys. Okay. What about fucking uh, the Usos? The Usos been champions in what six times? Yeah. But they got injuries. And and um he so, was. So, okay. <laughs> so if they maintain that shit, you know what I'm saying? Then what? It's not like it's not saying that they can't become champions because they've been champions six times. They just gotta start with the dumb shit. It's just certain individuals that we all know that deserve to get that shot. To showcase this shit is not getting it. And that's all I'm saying. I I, I, I totally agree with Young Buck says. I, I feel that timing. I feel everything that you have said. I totally agree with you. I'm sometimes I'm tired of seeing Flair, but sometimes it's like the way she's coming out is at the perfect time. And this 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 Friday night, that was the perfect time for her to say what she needed to say and for her to do what she needed to do. Wow. So, um, is that it? Is that everything? Y'all got all y'all thoughts yeah, and shit? All, all, all of y'all? Wait, I'll say one more thing, man. The, like, all right. The whole brackets of the whole, of the whole entire Intercontinental Championship thing, where's Cesaro? Like you put, good question. Where's Cesaro at? 
because legit, if you really take a look at it, he deserves a, a Intercontinental Championship match. He deserved to be having that run for to actually get that belt. I don't get why y'all put Elias in there. AJ Styles, yeah, I can see it away. But if they do, if that match between him and Shinsuke turn out the turns out to be one of the matches that I'd love to see back in the day when it was in Ring of Honor, then I'll be happy. New Ring of Honor, I think it was like New Japan. I'll be happy. Because that two, those two can make fireworks. We dropped the ball on those two a while back for him to turn heel. And next you know, he was just the operator kicking dudes in the nuts. That's what Shinsuke was known for versus AJ. The nut kicker. And they can have a pull out a great match between these two. I would love to see it. Like, I would, that would be up there. That really would have been up there. But just for the whole title, just for the whole, like, title picture for the Incontinental, they messed, even they messed up with the Hardy and, and Sheamus. That's been off. Because legit, they have a rivalry going on right now. There's no point of putting those two together. They just had someone else going at them. But that's all I can see for right now, man. Anybody else? Shout out to the Mahadev Raja. We'll be back on top. That's my only thing I got to say. Yep. He's going to have a fraction too. <laughs> you don't need no fucking fraction for what? Because he needs help. That motherfucker don't need no help. You need help. No, you need help, bro. The bottom they help you need help, bro. He don't need the three and B, but he needs the Moroccan power of the people. That's what he needs, so he can bring back the great Kali, Davari, and 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 somebody else to help out the Indian Express. He's expecting the greatest WWE champion of all time. Get the fuck out Just stop. <laughs> well, for six months, was he champion? For four months or six months? For six months. Yeah, oh, yeah that, sure. that's it. That's He's it. the greatest WWE <laughs> champion of all time. Oh, let's replace him with AJ to face Brock at Survivor Series. Okay. Yeah. So that be he be, well, be Randall Orton. Never, never finished that. And the bullshit that, and the bullshit that baby match. That was a baby match. And he got, did he got help from Great Khali to actually win that match? It was all just to help <laughs> go back to India. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I did it for Jindig Mahali. That's all it was. It was hype. It's all right. You know? I'm telling you, Jinder's going to have, he's going to have a fossil like, believe. You know? You know this time, he's going to be fouling out the mouth. And he's going to have more veins popping out of his neck like he did the last time. You know, it'll be a good segment, Karun. I, I, I just want you to enjoy it. Because every podcast leading up to January 1st is going to be like helping. So I hope. I hope the fucking <laughs> Off the Top Ropes podcast, I hope 
you are ready for this ride because I am going to ride the hell out of Mr. Jinder Mahal himself. Mr. Carew, I'm your worst nightmare. Because Mr. <laughs> Mahal is going down the toilet with two seats. What is it? Two two, what's two, it? Shit two flushes and a to- two shits in a toilet seat flush goodbye and a control alt delete to a new podcast world. Because that shit is going bye bye. <laughs> You're gonna have to come up with a plan B, brother. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just gonna have to suck it up and just owe you dinner. But either way, bro, it's going down, bro. It is going down, and I can't wait to smile, man. I can't wait to smile, man. No worries. Denounce. Okay, I hope so, brother, because this is gonna be epic. This is gonna be epic. I hope so. I hope so. I hope this doesn't lose you. How long have you been the Mahadeh Haraja Rooney on the For a whole three years. Oh, that shit's about to be faded. <laughs> about to fade to black. You're about to get a new play, blueprint on life, bro. This this podcast is about to change, bro, because we're, we're tired of that gender. You know? We're going to have to nominate you to a new person, you know? You know? I'd rather you say Finn Baylor. I see more of a Finn Baylor S type of person than the Jinder Mahal. At least you could be the demon sometimes, you know. But Jinder Mahal, no, that's like a that's like a safe way, bro. I'm not taking you serious, bro. I'm about to control, I'll delete that out of your vocabulary. I'm gonna take you to the light, you know. And then I still might treat you to dinner regardless because you're such a gentleman for allowing to take this bet, you know. Who knows? Well, it all depends how I feel, but you're going down. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all. You know. And that's all. And a moral Jinder Mahal blows our mind and change our judgment by the end of the year. Yeah, bro. You're going to hear it. Yo. <sighs> you're going to hear it. Because I ain't going to lie to you. As funny as this is, I said this on a podcast already, so I say it again. I'm giving this dude one more time to prove me something. You know how many times I've been disappointed? Zero. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. When he won the WWE Championship out of nowhere, I was I was like, are they gonna do something like for real, for real? Like for real, for real, for real? And then I found out he was Canadian and saw what they were doing this for. We did it for Drake. OPO, baby. Gender's a, gender's a fake-ass Indian. <laughs> <laughs> a fake-ass uh, Indian. Man. He's from Canada. Like Indian in the cupboard. Like Indian and then I the realized cupboard. they just had him champion to, uh, you know, rise up, you know, raise up some uh, popularity for the Indian fan base. But, damn, if that's not WWE saying, hey, not all these people are smart. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck that tells you. They Word. act like people can't do research. <laughs> Word. <laughs> you know what I'm and they gave them a me can too. So I mean, I hope you realize that. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. And that so. tells you if gender becomes champion, anybody become champion. That's bullshit. Bullshit. That's we not what they saying to say. Leon Ross. <laughs> I give it three years soon. Coming soon. He'll be champion. He'll be a tag team champion first or United States champions first before he'll he'll get up to that ladder. Hey, at least he'll be a champion. I say heavyweight. 
yet, but at least no, not heavyweight, but he'll, he'll get a champion <laughs> before gender. He'll get oh, a yeah. championship before gender. He'd be probably on more TV time than Ginger. How many belts have Ginger held with the what the, the heavyweight? That was in the United States and the twenty four seven. Oh, oh wow. three. Yeah, three. Because I don't think he won no, a tag time. No. Nope, nope. He didn't even he didn't even lick the strap, so he didn't touch that. I gold. think no. Did he? Nope. Nobody wants to tag with him, bro. I thought for 3MB. 3MB didn't win that. Just so. They were too damn busy getting their 3 MBs up all over their damn ring. They ain't touch no tag They got beat by friggin' midget. They ain't gonna touch a damn tag title. You know? And it's kind of lucky. Damn, if I was Drew, I wouldn't want to look back at the WWE Network. <laughs> yeah. damn, damn, if I didn't think about it, if I was him, man, yeah, I was watching that WLC not like not that long ago, and them bumps is unnecessarily funny, but yeah, gender. Uh, he only won three championships, and the third one he didn't even hold it that much, and we all know what we talking about. Yeah, man. If I telling Karu, man, you need to give it up. Never. Man. I feel bad for you, brother. I, I hope this doesn't break the bond that we have as wrestling fans and, and, and co-anchors on this side. Uh, oh, it sure it's does. It's going to suck when you have to say goodbye. It's going to hurt when you have to say goodbye like Michael Jackson said. Never can say goodbye. You're going to be hurting. Oh. To the end of the road, my brother. Uh, uh, uh. Mm, don't worry, we'll have a tribute episode. We'll have a tribute episode. Don't leave, <laughs> don't leave your guns at home. <laughs> stay with us, stay with us, because we don't leave. Don't, 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 don't go to your Idis. <laughs> we don't no. want you to leave, sir. We, we just want you to understand that you have to step your game up. But I'm waiting, though. I'm waiting. Though. I will gladly treat you to dinner. Like I said, I'm probably the only. I'm not, I'm not probably. I am the only one saying this. One more time with this dude, okay? If you want to talk about, I'm going to go and do the hero's welcome. Doing that shit, you better do something with that shit. <laughs> not. <laughs> okay, you saying you know you saying get. Actually, let me just say it right now. I feel it coming. I feel this. I feel this. Rue, I feel that. When's the next pay-per-view? Backlash? Yep. Does you have a contender yet? Nope. Yep. Okay. Be, um, I feel this happening. What's his black dude name? That's- Bobby Lashley. Yeah. I feel two people might go after Drew. Bobby Lashley's number one, hands down. Second is a shock value. <laughs> Jinder Mahal. Because, yeah, unfortunately. Because <laughs> I paid attention to that little interview he had talking about, you know, because he name-dropped Drew McIntyre a good few times in that, pro- in that little promo there. Yes. And, he, 
and he and he wants to uh, have that hero's welcome, like my friend Drew. My friend Drew. I, I'm happy for my friend Drew. I should come back and do the hero's welcome. <laughs> Bitch, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> say it. Say it. it so, so here's the thing. So here's the thing. Because of the fact that I keep hearing him name drop Drew McIntyre and say that you're happy for him, and then you take the history of them being 3MB, being friends and bandmates, whatever the fuck you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. I think somewhere along the line, some reason, somebody got drunk at booking and put his ass in a main event at Backlash for the WWE Championship. Oh, they did for real? No, I'm just saying. I have a strong hunch. I have a feeling. I have a fucked up feeling. <laughs> you know, because it's like, there was an interview. I don't know if it went on Raw. I probably wasn't in the room when it happened, but I go on YouTube to look back at the stuff that I missed. And Jenner had this, it, this was an interview. And he talking about that he wants to come back and do this hero's welcome. And he wants to, he kind of make it sound like he wants to be like Drew. Now, I heard some shit like this before. You do the math. Anybody that says some shit like that, somewhere along the line, they're going to end up being the most shittiest person in the world, and the next thing you know, they're going to be in a championship match. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's why I'm saying Bobby Lashley's number one, but number two, I think it's... I think... Mm, this might come soon as in. <laughs> it might be gender. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm happy for it. Let it be gender. I want this shit to get over and done with, so then that we can control <laughs> and de- delete this shit. And get it out the way. I don't care about treating him to dinner, to dinner, but that's only if he becomes champion. But if he tries um, and he fails, fuck that. Nope. Um, I'm sorry to say <laughs> it. I hope it's a trilogy. No, no, no. I'm sorry to say it. Yo, Ro, you might have to change your wrestling, man. I really am think about that. You really break this down. Can gender be Drew McIntyre? Yes. Damn. <laughs> you, you said that shit with such confidence. Hey, you got to let him have faith in uh, what he believes. Wait, wait, wait. No, sure, no, man, he wants that like dinner. That. Fuck that. Yeah, he wants the bragger. Wait, wait, he wants wait, the dinner. Wait. He's wait. thinking about that dinner. Wait, wait. Can, can Jinder <laughs> be Braun Strowman? No. Do you think... So, honestly, he can't... If he can't beat Braun... And he won't be Drew because WWE's loving them as champions. Well, you need to change it. You better make a sweet, a better deal for yourself. Try to go out to the Intercontinental US or US Championship. Nah, there is no, there is no, there is no, no change, bro. I threw down the challenge and the bet, and he gradually accepted it. <laughs> so the bet stands where it's at. He has. Up until December 31st, okay, to become champion of either SmackDown or Raw. And if he's not, then Mr. Carew himself will have to control or delete Mr. Jinder Maha Jaruni off and out of his vocabulary and off of the podcast for good. There's no, there's no anything of the modern day nothing that is to be brought up. All that shit related to Jinder Mahal is banned. <laughs> it's banned. It's censored. So, it's I'll not allowed to... back on the cast of pods. In that case, me, 
You better, you better start saying Bo Dugs the Harpy Crossroads. Because I don't think that's happening. Wait, my bad. Do, do like Diddy. Play, I'll be missing you. <laughs> well, every step you take, yeah, man, Diddy dance. <laughs> like, take that, take that. Somebody, hey, somebody gonna be walking to get a, a piece of cheesecake, motherfucker. That's all I know. It's gonna be gender. <laughs> Shit. But he said, it's all, it's all good. It's all good, Kuru. I'm just saying, it's just a friendly bet, brother. I mean, I hope, I hope you don't take it personal. But you know, I think you're better than Jinder Mahal. So I mean, that's why I threw out the challenge because I'm tired of that bullshit. I believe in Jinder. I believe that Jinder is the future. Teach him well, and then he's gonna let you lead into no way. Okay, no way, Jose. No future of beauty. End up being unemployed. End up being unemployed. End up being unemployed. I, I can see it being a commentator for the Muslim uh, wrestling fest in uh, at the big at the big WWE uh, showdown. That's it. Other than that, I don't see him doing anything else but just like booty promos and shit like that, eating pancakes and and doing. Uh, he can beat like, another uh, JBL on the commentary team. One day he's gonna say it'd be different if the modern day Maharaja would have been in there, and then he gets he gets spit in the face of people who are not cool, and then that's not. Oh, it's not a good look. Carlito, 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 Carlito. Yeah. He can beat up Carlito. I can say that. But Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman, hell no. Nope. That's not happening. Nope. Woo. He didn't even beat Randy Orton in a fair fight, man. Like me, come on. Well. Hey, I try to help, man. Anything <laughs> happen. Just get the bacon, bro. Tell Jinda to lay off that chicken masala. Hala. On that gyro pyro with the rice. Y'all fucking stupid. (laughs) All (laughs) (laughs) y'all. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying, brother. I mean, salute. This is going to be a good bet. This this bet's going to go down. Babu. Show me Babu. Where's Babu? <laughs> this is gonna go down as one of the greatest bets in podcast history. <laughs> so Karu, you may be sending some money to this big man to try to bribe him or something, cause mission impossible. <laughs> Not worry. I'll take the drive down to Massachusetts. All right, so what? So let me let me kind of get an idea, like what kind yeah, of food you like to a, eat, bro. Oh my God. I'm a savage, so it don't matter. No, it does matter because you got to let me know, so then I know where to take you, and I can give you some options. I mean, no, and I mean seafood, like burgers. Okay, okay, I'll put it like this. All right, I'm treating you to dinner, right? So I'm a fat fuck, okay? And I need you to understand that completely. This is not no no pun intended, pun intended and all. I'm literally a fat fucker to the heart. So I like to eat. Yeah. So when I eat, I go for the best buffets oh, right. and restaurants 
that you can spend your money and get your shit on. You know what I'm saying? So if you're trying to eat, you need to let me know what your foundation is, and then I can give you some options. We can go buffet style, or we can go restaurant style, and then you can go ham. So you got to give me some options. But that, that you know, that all depends on whether or not if Ginger steps up to the fucking plate. Other than that, I might just buy you some Oreos over, off of Amazon to have them shipped to your house as a consolation prize. <laughs> <laughs> I'll at least send you some edible arrangements and be like, you know what? At least you tried. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you might as well send them a fucking, a, I mean, a two way cake that says, at least you tried. <laughs> well, I don't know if he eats cake. Food is yeah. better because it's healthy. You know what I'm saying? He's always got the items and he's on the podcast. So I'd rather just wake him up with something sweet. You know what I'm saying? Cool. You know what I'm saying? He can go get a slush from, shout out to 7 Eleven. He go get a slush and then he can sit back and eat fruit while you know he picks another wrestler. It's only right, you know what I'm saying? That's my spot, man. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, we can go live and then you know, that's if gender wins. If gender wins, I'll go live and then you know, you can show that I, I treated Mr. Kuru and I'm a man of my word. And we go into the dinner and he can talk all his shit and then I'll take it and accept it. And then that's that. I'll be a man of my shit. But just know, if he loses, your ass is grass. Oh, man. You ain't going to let me live, man. No, I'm not. Because that Jinder Mahal shit is going into the toilet with no shits and no toilet seat. It's just going down the drain. It's going to die. (laughs) (laughs) Kaboom. (sighs) Poor Babu. <laughs> Poor Babu. That's all I gotta say. Poor Babu. Damn, what? son. That that's a that's an APA moment. Damn. Oh man. Damn. <laughs> My lady needs me. Uh. Uh huh. Stay safe, everybody out there. Love you guys. Yeah, love y'all, man. Y'all be easy, man. It was fun, man. Oh, yeah. It was definitely fun. Yeah. We shall do this again. Yes, sir. You know, we're going to be dubbing this thing off the top row podcast after dark. (laughs) Word. Word. This is definitely, like, not supposed to be part of what we planned, but... It ended up being fun. It's like, once we like get into like, like be like, all right. So I don't know how the fuck that if we would do it, but whatever like leftover shit that like you had during the show previously that you didn't get off your chest, you can bring it here or something like that. Some of me you know, like some shit of that nature. I'm for that. Oh, uh, so we'll have to work on that shit too. But nonetheless, that's gonna be the end of the damn fucking show. So you know, great show, <laughs> from <us> great show. <laughs> We're going to hear from us again very soon. Check us out on the next episode on Tuesday when we recap Monday Night Raw to see what the hell happens next. Um, we already did all fucking plugging, so we ain't got to say no more. Just say peace out to the fans before we go. Peace. Uh, and last but not least, take care of yourself and each other.